anecdotes for success. Level up with truth, meaning, trade-offs, perspective. This is awesome. I was just we I love when Twitter world meets real world. I, I it's nice to see something beside well. We we look the same almost. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Come on, Matt. Matt, you got to shave your head. <laughs> well, first off, Matthew, thank you. Uh, okay. We've never met. We've never met. It's always been through DMs and talks. And this is my partner, Matt Huffnagel. Matt, Matt. Hey, Matt. Nice to meet you. Good uh, to meet you too. You're our first international guest. Not to not to ramp things up. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it, it's good to talk to uh, to some fellow fathers, really, I suppose, and uh, just maybe have a have a chat about those things and what all, what comes with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so my daughters are twenty three and twenty two, and and you know, so I'm on the other side of it. Matt's daughter, uh, she's twenty three. She? She'll, she'll, she's yeah. twenty three. She'll be twenty four here in June. Okay. You're in the thick of it a little more than us, right? Yeah, I have um, I have a 19-year-old son. Yeah, um, and he lives with his mother in a, a different city. Um, but with my wife now, I've got two two young kids. I've got an eight-year-old daughter okay. um, and an almost three-year-old boy who's downstairs at the moment. Just, yeah, he's just yeah, started no. to moan. Sorry. No, we'll, take, we'll just take 20, 30 minutes and talk. Okay, and and I was telling Matt, you, you tweet about fatherhood a lot, which which is yes. I think is very intriguing. Sometimes I feel a lot of people talk about it but don't have the experience. If that makes sense, yeah. There's the if if I'm honest, I, I think there's a really big sort of void on the internet for for fathers to go and talk. And maybe chat and get help about things that are related to fatherhood. Because let's be honest, guys, it's not easy sometimes, um, especially if you're a new father. And and I just think that my account tweeting about that is hopefully helping people that are in that situation that might have a question in their mind, might need a little bit of motivation to be the father that they th that they want to be or think they should be. And that's that's why my account exists. Really, I want to create a community where fathers can go and talk. You know, not just chatting in the DMs on Twitter, or not just chatting in like comments underneath tweets. I'm actually looking at creating somewhere where people can go to chat privately because sometimes it's not very people don't want to chat in the DMs that much. Uh, yeah, that's interesting, Matt. Is it, Matthew? Is that is that? Like one of the first questions that comes to mind for me is like, did you recognize that void out there because of questions you had and couldn't find answers? And 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 do you think that us as as men as fathers were reluctant to kind of seek that help in in some in some way? You know, or why why are we like that? Because I agree with you, but but I I just I'm I wonder why you think we're like that. <laughs> Go on, you know, you know, Matt, why we're like that. We're, we're men, you know, we, we don't like to talk about stuff that involves feelings. That's or, what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, true. Especially when you're younger. Um, I think there's a lot of younger men 
that are, are actually following my Twitter account, and I'm thinking to myself, I feel like these guys want to talk about stuff, but I don't think, like I said before, they don't want to do it in the comments on Twitter, and they're a bit reluctant to approach me in the DMs. So rather than me DMing hundreds of people, like yeah. young fathers, which, right. the, the, let's be honest, we don't want to do it. I don't want it, you don't want it, they don't want it. So they need somewhere to talk, and I feel like that that's what they want to do, because I'm getting some comments sometimes where I'm thinking, this this guy really wants to talk about something else, but I can't comment on it, can't comment on it here on Twitter, because they probably don't want other people to read it or see it. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to talk like that in public, do we, men? That, that's just how it, how it goes, I think. Oh, there's a real vulnerability to that. Yeah. I mean, and it's in writing and it's proof. And uh, I, I think I think it's fabulous because there's no playbook that comes with this. And no. you, you could argue there's so many more distractions. I mean, every every generation thinks it's so much tougher than it was in the past. But I, I think there's a little truth to that. There's so many more things going on. Right. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that you can control or not can control. But it makes it really tough and any type of guidance or, or maybe somebody just affirming that you're doing a good job. I mean, that, that could be the case too. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of distractions in today's world, isn't there guys? Um, it's not easy to focus on what sometimes not easy to focus on what you should be doing on a daily basis. Um, not just online, but just in general life, life's got so much busier over the last 20 to 30 years for everyone, especially yeah. the younger guys. And uh, I think they struggle. You know, I do think they struggle quite a lot. Matthew, what do you think is uh, what do you think is the biggest or some of the biggest? Doesn't have to be one thing, but some of the biggest struggles these father these fathers are having. Uh I think because people are so busy, I think they they struggle with actually. It's not just spending time with their kids. I think okay. they do struggle with that for obvious reasons, for time constraints. But I, I think it's actually having a routine. Mm. People that I meet these days that are not of my generation or of our generation, they, they don't seem to understand how important a routine is for children at all. Um, and I see a lot of behavioural problems with their children. And I always think about it. I observe them because I'm an observer. You know what I mean? I like to observe people. And I observe them and I think, if your children had a routine, after I've met people several times, if they had a routine, they probably won't be having these emotional problems that I can see coming out in them in front of everyone. They wouldn't have a lack of confidence, which creates the emotional outbursts. They wouldn't have less confidence. My children have a routine. They have done since since they were born. You know what it's like. When your child is born, especially your first one, you're like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what's happening here? Nothing <laughs> scarier. <laughs> but after, after the first child, after, after my son was born, Josh, after that, after about six months, I, I actually said to my partner at the time, we can't keep going on like this. This child needs a routine because he was waking up in the middle of the night. He was crying. Through the day, he has like had problems grasping the fact that things go wrong. 
I'm thinking, I know he's only six months old, but something needs to change here. So we instituted a routine based on what I thought might be right, which was bed, same time every night. Meals, same time every day. Playtime, set times. You can't play when other things are happening. There has to be a certain time when things are... When you play with your children, they have to enjoy the time with you. There has to be time set aside with mum. Time set aside with dad and time set aside for all the family together. Mm. That that started to work. So I did that. I instituted that with my next two children, which are obviously a lot younger. And they're great. You know, every time we go anywhere, <laughs> everybody says, wow, your, your, your child is so calm, so measured. The things that they're saying is, how old are they? And I tell them how old they're. No. Well, well, yes, they are. So how did you do this? Look at my child. It's, she, she's the same age. He's the same age. I can't control them. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? And it's all about routine and it works. When they try the little things, the little suggestions that I've tried, or when I actually say, can I try this with them? Approach the child in a different way. They watch and, they, and you can see the light bulb moment happening. Mm. In them. I thought, I've never thought of this before. And they try the routines that I suggest and it starts to work. And the children are different. After a period of a few months, the children are actually different in terms of, terms of how they behave. Do, do you think it's, Matthew, do the children know what to expect? And, and there's some, because of, because of that schedule and because of that consistency and that yeah. fact that the, they're then confident in what the future holds, right? Yeah. Even if that future is, hours not years and 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 they're comfortable with with the reaction or the 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 circumstances around them and it gives them confidence and and they don't have outbursts because of it is i'm I'm shooting from the hip here but that's what seems to make sense yes i'm not i'm no psychologist matt uh Mm -hmm. but i me either no everything in life comes with experience doesn't it you know, you when you get to a stage when you get past forty years of age, you, you kind of know how to do stuff in life, especially with kids. If you have more than one or two, you, you kind of know where you're going with it. And yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of gaps between people knowing what to do and actually putting it in practice. Yeah, that's where I think where fathers like us can come into our own with younger guys who. They, they, they kind of know what they should be doing, but they're so busy and they're so stressed about providing this and that and whatever else for the family, they forget these little things that are so important, you know? I that, That's excellent. And I want to I wanna piggyback on what you said about the routine. I always, my wife and I always said, kids, kids can be an inconvenience and don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> that's what, that's what, they can't. That's what yeah, they can. That's well, what comes to mind with well, the I think she I think she said husbands can too, didn't she? <laughs> if you notice, she's never been on the podcast. Uh but you, you know, we go to a friend's house when they're little and and uh there's no empty threats like, hey, if you don't behave this way, we're leaving. And ten minutes in, if they were misbehaving, we're gone. That's a huge inconvenience. I was gonna sit down and have an adult conversation, my wife and I with another couple, right? And and the kids can't get along and play, then we're out of here. And that, that's what I mean by inconvenience. The routine. It might be the day I'm tired and I just sit down to watch the 
the ball game on TV, but normally that's time my my children and I are playing and talking or they want to go sledding outside or or do something. That's the inconvenience. And I mean, you should feel like it should be a blessing. But I'm saying in your daily life, that routine can get in the way with how busy we are today, right? Yeah, of course it can. Of course it can. And it, you, you... sorry about that. My, my son's having a little bit of a... <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That would, be, that would be perfect for this. I mean, we're talking about being a father here. He's. I'm going to wait until he decides to come into the room, but it seems to be okay at the moment. Yeah, no, you're right. When when you go to to gatherings, it's it, it becomes it becomes obvious that people are trying to are trying to instill discipline in their children in a social environment. But they really don't know how to do it. So what ends up happening, in my experience, I don't know about you guys, but what ends up happening is the children tend to run riot for the the whole time that you're there. And when you <laughs> when you're the only parent that gets up and goes and says to your child, "No, you really shouldn't be doing that. This isn't our house, and I've told you not to do these things. This, this, and this, and this is why." You can see the other parents thinking, "No, I really should be saying that," but. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I don't want to be the one that's. I don't want to be the one that's upsetting all the kids. So, but you know, I I say to my wife every time before I go, if like you said, Paul, if the children are not going to behave, if they're not going to do things the way we've taught them to do, just because the other kids are doing it a different way, we have to step in. We have to keep, even if we're out somewhere else, you have to keep the discipline. You have to keep your routine. You know, it's very important. Super important. And I feel more than ever today, even when kids get older and, and become young adolescents, parents want to be their friends, where to have a relationship when they're older, like Matt, Matt and I were on the other side of it, you had to have had boundaries and some discipline if you want that adult relationship. Yeah, like, I'm not your friend, I'm your parent. There's a big difference right there. I hope we can have fun like friends sometimes, but at the end of the day, right? right there's there's boundaries boundaries and and trust me with those boundaries there's a lot of adjustments because again there's no playbook what works for your child might not work for matt's child and and so i think there's a lot of audibles and and, and play calling at the time but you still have to have the overall boundaries and that's what i like about what you're doing and 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 the dialogue you're trying to get out with with other fathers because how do you know if you don't know Exactly, and it, it, I think it's also the the other message that I'm trying to get across, Paul and Matt, is that fathers really do need some kind of motivation as well, because being a father, it's it's a natural thing to some men, but it's not a natural thing to other men. So the motivation to keep going, to keep doing those things, to keep teaching your children those lessons. It's like building a business. If you don't do those things every day and discipline yourself to go through that process every day with your children, then when, like you say, when they are adults, you're not going to have the kind of relationship that you want. So I think men, especially younger men, do need motivation well, to keep Ma doing that and to understand why, you know. Matthew, what what are some of those things you're referring to that, that men need motivation for? Any any examples? That, what do you what do you mean by that? Well, I don't know what it's like in the US, 
but <laughs> but in the it's, UK, I this, there seems to be a disconnect between living their daily life, okay, um, living their daily life, and actually then setting an example to the children at the same time. I see. So what I mean by that is, <laughs> how can I put this politely? They they don't really. A lot of men that I meet that have got fathers that are young fathers and have got young children, they don't really prioritise their health. Now, this is this is such a big thing for kids because if their father is setting the example as it's okay to just sit on the sofa consistently, it's okay to eat what you want consistently. Therefore, obviously health problems are going to follow, aren't they? And then your children are going to see all this and they're going to think that that's how they should live too. It's yeah. so important for a father to set the example. That's that's interesting. We, that's interesting. It kind of piggybacks on a lot of what Paul and I talked about, including earlier today about non-negotiables and 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 what it does for you. But but as a father, as a parent, certainly as a father, we're such we set an example, right? And whether you realize it or not, those children they're watching all the time everything you do and if i if you're sitting on the couch and you're not let me let me reframe that if you're getting up and exercising and you're 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 doing the right things and making those decisions i think it sets such a fine example for these children you know moving yeah. forward so I, I guess i hadn't given that a lot of thought in terms in terms of other parents not doing it because I don't talk to groups of, of, of parents like like or men, men in particular, Matthew, like you do. So a lot of this has kind of got my wheels turning in ways I hadn't before. So I find it yeah. super interesting. But that makes perfect sense to me. And this is what I was saying about the community aspect of it. It's taken me over two years to build the Twitter account that I've got. And I'm, and I'm really quite proud of it. I'm actually doing a I'm doing a rebrand at the moment, which is what I've been doing today before this call. And the community idea is something that I've had for a while, um, but I've been figuring out how to structure it, how to include all ages of men, not just younger men, not just younger fathers. It can't be just about fatherhood as well, because fathers also need help with where to go to find entrepreneurial outlets, opportunities. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't have to be nine to five for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? It doesn't, because a lot of men do think that once they've got kids, they've got a job. They've got to stay with the job. They've got to work hard in the job, get promoted. And then what comes after that? It's retirement. And then they sit there and think, oh, you know, where did, yeah. where did all my what life What did I go? miss, right? What did I... Uh, right. <laughs> well, that was for you. You've got us talking. I mean, we're surprised we don't talk about this more on the podcast because okay. it's such a big part of our lives. But, but I think Matthew, you might be onto something. I'm sure you're onto something. I think the thing is, like, as a father, you just oh, I got to take everything on my own shoulders. I don't talk about it. I just, you know, you're you're right. There's you know, socially, there's something built into us, right, where we just don't we just don't do it the same way and. um it's probably not a great thing that we don't. <laughs> no, I, I see where, it, yeah. For me, fatherhood is about, it, it's it's such an important job. Um, I see so many children in my life over the last 20 years 
and they're just lost. Um, and they've grown up lost, and I've seen them grow up. I've watched them grow because they've not been a, a father figure in the home. And if there has, they've not been present. Being present as a father is, <laughs> you know, guys, if you, you know as well, Paul, Matt, if you're not there often enough, you, even if you are there sometimes, there's just not enough influence. But when you are there, you have to dedicate your time to them. Even if they ask you a question that you think when they've asked it, man, that's so stupid. <laughs> this is what this is the reaction we get, isn't it? Yeah. It's a stupid question. But you don't say that. You go, oh, okay. And you show real interest in, even if you don't think it's a good question, you show real interest in what they're asking you because that's something that they're interested in. And a lot of fathers these days just don't get this. They don't get that at all. They think that they just go out to work put money in the bank account, pay the mm. bills, pay the mortgage on the house, and that's it. That's their job done. And sit on the it, sofa. And, and, and as important as that is, that's nothing compared to being engaged with your, with your child. You got all these things coming through through my mind that I haven't really thought about in years. But, you know, I I, I – my my ex wife and I had split up, and and I had actually moved away for a period of a few years for work. You got talking about entrepreneurial and that kind of thing, and that's very much what I am. And it, I had to figure out a way to be a father engaged with my daughter, yeah. it, it, emotionally engaged with my daughter, even though I lived four four and a half hours away. And you know, I remember Matthew and Paul things like my daughter started getting into Harry Potter, right? Harry Potter was 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 popular at the time. Well, I read every Harry Potter book there was, not because I cared about Harry Potter, because my daughter cared about Harry Potter. I remember my daughter getting in, involved in the spelling bee early in grade school. And I would get on the phone with her when I'm living four hours away, and we would go through her, you know, I'd have her list. And we would go through, we would spell for, I'd have her spell for hours with me, you know, and I think people, like, well, it's not that I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do it. I loved it. I was engaged in it. But those moments, I think, and Matthew, you could probably speak to this better, those things, that that attitude was the way that my daughter and I bonded and created trust and love and all these all these other things that, that have sustain, helped sustain this relationship. For, forever so those are some of the things that i did as a as a long distance father for a short period of time but it was a few years yeah of course man and and i think that what we have to remember especially if you have a daughter is you are their first ever love you're the greatest love of their life so if you're not a good example and you don't give them everything of yourself then what they've been taught by their own father is what they would expect from mm -hmm. their own husband when they grow up and they reach adulthood they'll be searching for somebody even if you were a bad father they will be searching for somebody like that subconsciously because that's what they've seen that's what they know and they don't realize until they've made mistakes hang on yeah maybe my, my father wasn't such a good influence and maybe i shouldn't be looking at these kind of guys anymore but then it's too late Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm saying about the initial influence of a father. It's so important in a girl, especially in a girl's life when they're growing up. Yeah, I mean, just setting the example, being a role model. Uh, I find it a shame. Kids are the most naturally curious creatures on the planet, right? 
And if you don't promote that as a father, it's such a disservice. So setting the example, just, I mean, all right, a spelling bee, Matt, that was probably very painful because you can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you learned, right? I learned. I learned how to spell refrigerator. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, but the Harry Potter, but like just being, I mean, there's so many good nuggets here. The routine, the being present, the setting the example, promoting curiosity. Uh, you should do it because you want to do it. I, I always find there's a side of me. I enjoyed some of the shows my kids watched when they were little. It brought out my own inner child, like playing with my children. And I don't think that's bad for life. It made the day fun, right? No, no, I, I agree. Um, I, there's a particular... Yeah, because kids don't really generally watch TV anymore. My eight-year-old daughter Megan, she she really loves to watch something called Slick Slime Sla Slick Slime Slime Sam, tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to repeat that. I <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she is basically a, a pink glob of goop with some ice stuck on it, but then they've got this woman behind the camera whose hands are in the shot. And she just creates the most amazing things out of nothing. And this character called Slick Slime Sam is just like there commentating and going, getting excited about stuff. You know how they do. And I sit there and watch it with her and I think, she really does like this. And actually, I really like this too. So we sit there and watch this together. It's for kids. But exactly what you just said there, Paul, you've got to get involved with what they like as well. As all the other stuff we've talked about, because if if you don't, how can you connect? You just can't, can you? No, no. And we have it in us. Like that's the whole point. We were children, so I. It's fun. It reconnection energizes you. And I mean, if you can't feel the energy around children, like as a father, I I don't know what to tell you. You're not being present, right? It's got to be the mm. only excuse. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very important. And, uh, yeah, there was something else we were going to talk about, but I've completely forgotten now. <laughs> More the reason to have you back on someday. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much to talk about, isn't there, with, with things like fatherhood and routines and all that kind of thing. Yeah, no, you, you, you got, I know you got Matt and I both thinking, We this is a topic, it's so fundamental to a society, too. It's a foundation, and... If you don't have that foundation, how can you build anything of, of, of significance on top of it? Yeah, maybe we could talk about on the next time if you invite me on again. I don't know if you will. <laughs> we, we can talk about the teaching side of things as well because you're a teacher, Paul, yes. right? Yes. Um, you, you know what the school system is like. I mean, it's probably different. I don't know to the English school system, but there's a lot of similarities, isn't there? Um, with what children are taught in schools and what yeah. they're not taught, you know? In, in America, there's so much regulation on it all instead of just letting them play. And and that's a whole other conversation because I'm, I'm not the right guy to talk about that because I have more freedom than any teacher in the country with my students. But that's another that's another conversation, right, Matt? Yeah. Of course. yeah. <laughs> so, no, hey, we appreciate you taking time out. Uh it's it's crazy how 30 minutes just flew by <laughs> quick very quick yeah, we, got, it. 
Matthew, we, we, we should, we, we'd like to do that again and get into some other topics on it. I think it's a super important and super interesting topic. I, I truly do. I wouldn't say that if I didn't, if I didn't believe it. So I, I think we ought to, we ought to do that again. That'd be, that would, that would, it's, it's fun. I mean, again, thinking about things that I don't think about that often. And, and I, I, I like that. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, and okay. and where where can everybody find you on Twitter? You got to give yourself a shout out here. Yeah, you've got um, obviously at, and then it's capital F fathers, and then underscore club. So obviously exactly. capital C, and then underscore as well. So it's at fathers club underscore at fathers underscore club underscore. That's it. We'll put it in the description too. So yeah, hey, Matthew. Idea. Uh, th this is great. Congrats on being our first international guest, and you'll be one of our returners. We promise you. This 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 was fascinating, and I feel like it opened up a few doors for for future conversations as well. Well, yeah, thank you, Paul and Matt. I mean, I was very nervous before I came on, but I've uh, I've can't, I'm still nervous. I'm still shaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It was fun. Good. I that was, that was enjoyable. Thank you. Hey, hold on a sec. 